Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everybody, and good evening if you're listening to this tonight. But we have a very, very special show for you. Welcome to Supernatural Girls Supernatural Health segment. We have an amazing guest. He's the genius behind the new technology in Germany. His name is Dr. Michael Weber, and he is with us today. So if you have any questions, just feel free to call in on 563-999-3539. We are going to get right into it today, but first we, we have to check with PK. PK, what's going on? What do you have for us today with the numbers? Well, firstly, we're wrapping up our month where we've had to deal with our finances and things of that nature and being in control. I'm going to just jump right into it. Starting tomorrow, April Fool's Day, for us to get a chance to really take a look at things. April is going to be a time of wrapping up old issues. So get the things on the table that you want to finally clear off and have out of your way and start working on them as soon as we can tomorrow. It's a chance to let go of people, places, and things that don't fit in our world that we keep hanging on to. We think it's going to make it better. It isn't. Take a chance. Get rid of what you don't need. Start working on building up. It's also an excellent time as far as education is concerned or teaching people or working with alternative health issues. All these things are absolutely the best of times. So think of April as a time of jumping off into eliminate what you don't need to drag with you and start working on all these new things that are coming out that are going to be made available to us. It's a great time for a study of all sorts. Take advantage of it. I think you'll really enjoy the end result. Well, that sounds like a very positive plan. I like it. That's excellent. And everybody's been writing in with their stories about the grab-avoid numbers, and they're asking for more numbers about money. They don't care about love, apparently. That's okay, because they want the money. Love will take care of itself, but that's the money. <laughs> that's right, when you get the money. So I am going to give you guys and gals a new money number today. And this is a fun one. This is Easy Money. That is the name of it. It's a radionic signature as you know, if you've been listening to the show, I've been announcing a new number every single week. And then I, what we ask is, please let us know what happens when you use these numbers. So easy money. Get a pen. Here we go. It is 832-523295. Again, that is 832-523295. So you can all have fun with that one. Put it in your wallet. You can write it 28 times. Some people say that helps to really reinforce it. You can meditate on it. Put it under your pillow, whatever you'd like. And let us know what happens. This is fun stuff. So I just also want to ask everybody, go to our Facebook page. More and more unusual stories being posted, and I'm sending them all out on our Facebook page so you can see what's going on with UFOs and all the other sightings. There's a, just a tremendous amount of them, lots of stuff going on. So go to our Facebook page. Make sure you like and follow us there, Twitter. We're also on MeWe. You can follow us there. We're posting 
on that platform as well. And there's some new platforms coming out. We'll be joining those so you can participate there if you'd like. So today we are broadcasting early, and the reason is to accommodate our guest who is calling us from Germany. And I'm going to be talking to you about who this person is. He's an absolute genius, and he has been working as a medical doctor in Germany for more than 20 years. Now, today, he manages three medical centers for general and internal medicine, pain therapy, naturopathy, acupuncture, and photodynamic tumor therapy. Now, besides his medical degree, Dr. Weber holds a diploma in biochemistry, which made a decisive contribution to the research and development of the new laser technology. And believe me, this stuff is incredible. Now, Dr. Weber is also president of the International Society for Medical Laser Applications and co-editor of several international medical journals. His focus is on research and publication of new methods. For this purpose, Dr. Weber collaborates with numerous international institutions and universities. The patented Weber needle technology, which was developed by Dr. Weber himself, allows us to apply highly focused and efficient lasers of different wavelengths for the benefit of patients' health. And boy, do we need some help with our health in this country. So Dr. Weber, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you very much for your nice introduction words. Well, it's an honor for us to have you on the show. We're very excited to talk about all of the fascinating techniques and technologies that you are using today in Germany and that you have begun to introduce to the United States. So tell us a little bit about you. What was it that made you want to get involved with laser light technology? Yeah, it's a, it's a long story, but uh, I will try to make, to make it short. Um, what you told us already that I'm I'm working as a medical doctor already for more than 30 or maybe 35 years already. So um, not only working research, so we have a lot of experience also with treatment of patients and everything. What we have developed in the last uh, maybe 20 years. Uh, everything was developed on patients, you know, with our good medical background. And, you know, uh, I have a traditional education in medicine on very good university in uh, Göttingen, very famous one. I worked in research in Max Planck. I had an excellent education in internal medicine. So a typical doctor, you know. And um, when I'm starting treating my patients, my own patients in my own clinic, what I've set up already in 1988. So after 10, maybe 15, 20 years, you recognize that our normal medicine, what we are doing every day, is really limited. No? Look at chronic patients, at old patients with chronic diseases, uh, degeneration of uh, joints, you know, degeneration of the brain. Look what medicine we have for this. We have nearly nothing. Yeah, we have some medicine like diclofenac ibuprofen, which damage everything in the body. You know, and and or for brain diseases. Look at Alzheimer's, uh, Parkinson, all these degenerative diseases. We have nothing. So right. then, in this moment, I started to look a little bit for other ways. So 
I learned a lot and made education in natural medicine. So to use all the natural things. And then acupuncture became very famous in the 90s, you know, and then I made education in, in acupuncture. Um, but, yeah, accidentally I came together with uh, a very good physics professor who was uh, a specialist for laser therapy, and we had the idea that was the beginning to replace the metal needles by using well-focused, low-power laser beams, what also, which can penetrate into the body, stimulate acupuncture points. And we had huge success with this. And I was on many conferences, even in the USA, and wrote publications in the US with the American Society of Medical Acupuncture. This was the beginning. But in 2005, we recognized that we can do with laser more. Laser can heal to maybe to bring a pain relief, but laser is also energy, what we can give into the body. And this energy of low-power laser can stimulate the biological stru uh, structures in the body on the cellular level to get organs, to get cells really improved in their, in their, in their function, you know, and at the end improve a lot of different symptoms in the body. So today we use laser light in different ways to bring it into the body for healing a lot of complicated diseases where we still have nothing to offer in normal medicine. It's truly amazing. I've, I've been looking at your work, as you know, for the last several years. I'm so impressed with what you're doing, and you're so absolutely right on the money here because there is nothing for chronic illness. And although we have good emergency medicine in this country, we don't have anything that addresses a lot of conditions, autoimmune disease and all the brain uh, problems that you just mentioned, the brain diseases, we don't have a thing that really addresses that. We have medications that add more problems sometimes than they add solutions. So one of the things I was so taken with, and I hope there are practitioners listening today that will contact you to purchase your IV laser machine, because I think that there is nothing better out there than this. I have not had the treatment myself because there's nobody in Western Mass or in Massachusetts that I'm aware of that has your technology yet. But I'm hoping through this broadcast that some of these doctors will get interested and will, will start using it in their clinics. So tell us about the IV laser. How does it work? Yeah, let me say some words about laser therapy. You know, we have lasers in medicine for a long time, and if uh, somebody thinks about laser, oh, we think laser is strong light, it's dangerous, and we can use it, of course, for surgery. We can even cut tissue with this. We can treat eyes and wounds and everything. Um, that's our so-called surgical lasers, and they are very strong, and they are made to destroy or maybe coagulate the tissue. We are not speaking about this. We speak about lower-power lasers. Yeah? We also, we call them uh, low-intensity lasers or soft lasers, a little bit like this can compare with the sunlight, which brings us also a low-power light to the body, what we really need for our life. And you have to imagine... Everything what is in our body, you know, the whole body, look on the cellular level where we have all this uh, special uh, substance, especially the so-called mitochondria, you know, where we produce our life energy. Everything is made 
from light. You, we are all made from light. Without light, nothing would be live on the world, of course. It's easy, but it is so important. And the idea is uh, to bring the healing light inside the body. Of course, we can, we can let the light shine on the skin. The same thing we lie in the sunlight, you know, and we can let the sun shining on our skin. is good for our body, is good for our mood, is good for maybe vitamin D and everything. But the problem is the sunlight and this cannot shine into the heart or can shine into the liver or in our inner organs or even not into the brain. So the idea is how can we bring the benefit of all the spectral colors, you know, the sunlight has the green, the blue, yellow and red light, you know, all the spectral colors, how we can bring this into the body and use the healing effect of sunlight in the body. And the idea was to irradiate the blood. So... This looks complicated, but it's a very easy procedure. You know, we put a, a small needle in, in, a, in a good vein, in the, maybe in, in your arm vein, and cubital area, put a thin sterile fiber optics inside, and then we can bring the, the light into the flowing blood and bring the energy right into the body. You know, the, this idea is not new. The first blood radiation in the world was made in America. In US, 1927, there was a doctor named uh, uh, Knott, and he invented the so-called Knott's hemo irradiator. So they took the blood out, irradiated with ultraviolet light, which can kill bacteria and everything, and stimulate the immune system. And this is an old procedure and was originally invented in the US. But it's, of course, a complicated procedure. This is very easy, it's a very clean and quick procedure, and the idea is to bring all the effects of light, of the different spectrum of light into the body. And if we look a little bit more in detail, yeah, for example, we look at the red light as one part of the sun spectrum. The red light, we know, stimulates all our white blood cells. It stimulates the whole immune system, and it brings energy into the body. We look at the green light, and the green light is something what we know from the nature, you know, from the green plants, brings the oxygen in the blood. So we have much better oxygen binding uh, of the, uh, on the hemoglobin. Blue light uh, opens up the microcirculation and also can kill viruses and bacteria in the bloodstream. Yellow light is like the sunshine, it has a huge anti-inflammatory, has an antidepressive effect, and leads to... Yeah, a very good, good feeling, you know, into the body. It's like the sun is shining into the bloodstream. So, and ultraviolet light, what we also provide, can help to kill bacteria and virus and chronic infections. So these are, in short, the effects of the light on the blood. But if we look even a little bit deeper on the cellular level, you know, we have thousands of so-called mitochondria in all our cells which produce our life energy when we are walking and jumping and everything. We need immediate energy, and this is the so-called ATP, which is produced in this mitochondria. And when you look inside the mitochondria, we see that the different steps, you know, where the energy is made are different complexes. They all are light-sensitive, and we find exactly the sun spectrum in the mitochondria. So if we are able to bring all this different light into the body and on the cellular level is the best therapy and the best anti-aging what we can do. It is remarkable what you've put together here. So tell us a little more about the details. Of, like how long does, it, does the treatment take? 
from the practical side, it's, it's, it's quite easy. We, we, we need only a small needle, you know, what every doctor, every nurse can, can put inside. We have a very thin uh, a sterile fiber optics from plastic, what we put in the needle, so it's a closed system. There will no blood running out. And, um, and we give the different colors of the light into the blood normally about 10 to 15 minutes. So the whole procedure takes about one hour. And normally we recommend if you are, have a chronic disease, and a lot of chronic diseases are treatable with this, we, we recommend normally a treatment cost from uh, 10 treatments maybe three times per week. And uh, the effect, you know, when you ask me what we all can treat with this, <laughs> is nearly unlimited because, you know, all these benefits, what we, what we give to the body, the oxygen supply and mitochondrial stimulation, you can use it for all metabolic diseases for cardiovascular diseases, for diabetes, you know, with all its complications. Um, you ultraviolet blue light for chronic infections like Lyme disease, you know, because we can kill bacteria with this. So this is nearly an unlimited field because it's only energizing the body and, and our whole immune system. So there are so many indications what you can treat with this. It is amazing. And, you know, when you talk about these embedded infections, I do want to tell everybody in the audience, I have spoken to patients who are on the West Coast where your uh, technology is located with several different clinics. They've had the treatment and they had Lyme disease, and they called me and told me that it was so remarkable they actually walked out of the clinic after having one treatment and they felt like a brand-new person, and they felt that the effects lasted over time. That's another critical difference between your treatment and traditional treatment. Traditional treatment doesn't do much, but if it does, it doesn't usually last. So your treatment appears to have very lasting effects, which is exciting, because these embedded infections are so dangerous, and there isn't a really good alternative to get rid of them, is there? Right. Um, so we have to. I have to a little bit explain maybe the difference. If we speak about if we speak about infectious diseases, so we use the same technology. Yeah, we can give the light into the bloodstream. However, when we want to treat uh, maybe vir virus diseases, uh, bacterial disease, also when we treat cancers, this is one of our main fields here. We can. You know, we can use the laser to stimulate and heal the tissue, but we can use the same laser to destroy bad tissue, maybe cancer cells, bacteria, viruses, or under microorganisms. That we call this kind of treatment photodynamic therapy. It is not difficult to understand. So we give to the body a, a, a special substance which is light sensitive, and this substance can bind maybe to cancer cells can bind to bacteria and can bind maybe to viruses, what we are doing now in the moment with the COVID-19. And once it's bound to the microorganisms, this complex will be light sensitive. And when we then simulate with laser light, with the right, with the right color, you know, or wavelength, according to the so-called absorption spectrum of this, this uh, photoactive substance, we produce oxygen radicals, and within minutes we can destroy bacteria, viruses, or 
uh, even cancer cells. We call this treatment photodynamic therapy. This is so important because we, we have made new research and published new studies that we can kill COVID-19 virus easily in, within minutes. That's incredible. Tell us more about that. How are you able to do that? Yeah. So again, I come back to photodynamic therapy. So look, look at, the, at the virus. You know, we, maybe we are infected. We have the virus already maybe in nose and mouth, maybe not, not yet in the lung or deeper areas. Um, we have to take a substance which will bind quickly to the virus, to the RNA or the DNA, means the genetic material of the virus. And you will not believe it, the, the most effective substance is vitamin B2, what the body wow. needs anyway. We call it also riboflavin. And the best company who makes it for us is in Oklahoma. In the U.S., we get it from them. It's even FDA cleared, you know. So this vitamin B2, you can take it as a capsule, and it goes quickly in the bloodstream. And if there are any viruses in the bloodstream, and you know, we know today the virus can attack heart and liver and kidneys and even brain and, and even the eyes, we have to eliminate the virus in the blood. And we do it with a so-called laser watch, what we can put on our wrist joint and which brings the light in our wrist arteries. And then we can connect, we can spray this vitamin B2 as a solution, you know, in the nose and we can gargle in the mouth and it binds within minutes to the COVID-19 virus. And then we have small adapters with blue light and ultraviolet A light, which we bring in nose and mouth, and within minutes the virus is dead. And uh, I just published in January a, public, uh, uh, a publication in medical clinical research in, in California and showing that we had 100% success in our first study with 40 patients. And right now we made another study with another 100 patients which will be probably published in the famous journal Science very soon. So this is a new way of virus treatment. It has no side effect. You can give it to a baby. You can give it to old people. You can always do it if you have a contact with somebody positive or you had uh, have an early infection. So, And in the same step, you know, when you destroy the virus, you have your own vaccination because you destroy the virus and the body can make antibodies. Ah, Oh, so, interesting. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> with, with this device, and I've seen it, because I have a laser watch. I love it. I use it every single day. I don't have the new attachments yet. But here's a question for you, Dr. Weber. Does this uh, also get rid of other viruses besides COVID? Yeah. You know, this riboflavin, not many people know this because I reviewed the whole literature. And there are so many good publications about this from many countries from the last 20 years. Riboflavin is an excellent photosensitizer and it works with nearly all viruses and, and, and bacteria. Uh, the, the trick is, you know, that the, that the riboflavin binds immediately to one of the parts of the RNA or DNA. We call it guanine, you know. It's one of the nuclear uh, parts of the RNA and, and DNA, immediately binding to this. And once it gets the UV light and the blue light, immediately this chain, you know, of the genetic material will, will break down. So the principle is that it will work nearly against all virus. doesn't matter if it's Epstein-Barr or hepatitis or HIV or anything else. Um, 
because this this kind of material is in all viruses and it doesn't care about any mutation you know now we have the big problem uh, of the vaccination you know because the mutations coming from england from brazil from south africa we have seen that the vaccination maybe works only in 10 percent and uh, the problem what we are discussing now in germany when we make a mass immunization we make a gap you know where the super mutated viruses will jump in so that the end maybe the vaccination will not work anymore or we have to update it all the time so the problem is we have no therapy you know all this medicine like hydroxychloroquine remdesivir they all disappointed and failed and this is the first therapy and it's a physiological therapy without any side effect only do it with light you know and the natural vitamin what the body needs anyway so we have a lot of experience and the studies showed nearly a hundred percent success in 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 two or three days that's when you take the therapy do you have to redo it over a period of time or once the therapy is used and things are put under control does it last You know, um, when you when you are positive tested, you know, for the virus, um, mm-hmm. it's not only positive or negative. You we we can test the so-called CT value. This is a value for the so-called virus load. You know, how many viruses you have in your mouth or your nose? Maybe small amount in the beginning, or maybe more already. And the virus load is the most important one. And when you make this treatment, and we did it in our study and the patients were already sick for five days, we could measure that the virus load was reduced day by day till the test was negative uh, after five days. So when you have an early infection, maybe test positive, but you still have no symptoms. The symptoms come later, maybe after five, six days. You need maybe one or two therapies, which takes you 20 minutes, you know, and then it's done. Um, when you have already uh, symptoms, we, we recommend to make it maybe five days. And then you can make sure or you can make another test that everything is done. Um, only to tell you something, that is from the USA. For a long time already, we give riboflavin to the blood bags, you know, what patients get later after accidents. We give riboflavin to the blood bags in the hospitals, put it in a small device for some minutes with ultraviolet light and put it back and all virus died. And we have the new studies from from America, there is a company in America, they produce such devices for the blood banks. So this is all, all approved already that is working well. The only issue is that we have no device for human people, you know. And this is what we have set up with this simple laser watch and two simple adapters for mouth and nose, and it works. And no side effect, nothing. And you can also Incredible. use this as a preventative, right? Exactly. You can use it as a therapy after having contact or after having really a positive test, but you also can do it as a prevention. We have a lot of people that make it as a prevention. You know, they go outside in a restaurant or maybe in a theater or somewhere, and maybe they had contacts, but they don't, they don't know if they had contact or not, and make it as a prevention, and then they can be sure that everything is fine. Yeah. So I say always, you know, in Germany we have lockdown we have everything is closed we lost hundreds of billions 
euros already through all this lockdown from the economy and everything. I always say this is not necessary. If we have enough such uh, such uh, small equipment, which is really not expensive and can give it to positive tested people, we wouldn't have any people in the hospital. We can open everything, you know. That's our aim, you know, or goal, what, 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 what we want to do and what we introduce uh, also to our government when the next study is published. That sounds fabulous. When, when a person takes uh, the, uses this over a period of time, do they have to go back and, shall we say, give it a booster down the road, or is the one session with it more than sufficient? No, it's normally not necessary to, to boost it. You make your treatment one, two, or three times, and then it's done. You know? and, and, and if you have another infection, maybe a flu or something, no? it's the uh-huh. same thing. It works immediately. So the, the problem is still today, we have so many things in medicine. We have so many things, but we have no medicine against viruses. We have some medication for HIV, which can slow down the replication of the virus, but we have no medicine with which we can still virus. Nothing on the world. And this is the good thing, that this simple therapy, what everybody can do at home, you have not even to go to a doctor in a hospital. The people can do easily at home with the whole family. So this, yeah, jumps in a big gap what we have in medicine. And we spoke about Lyme and all these different things. You can use it for everything, you know. And Besides, you know, Lyme disease, if we look at this one, it's a big issue in, in, in America. Um, you know, Lyme disease also is in different uh, um, stages, you know. First, you have the bacteria inside. Okay, we can kill the bacteria taking maybe the riboflavin and the watch. But later, we have the late symptoms where the nerves already damaged, you know. The second stage, where the bacteria maybe are not, not there anymore, but they have a lot of neurological system, uh, symptoms, so it's... In this step, the, the watch is very helpful, and maybe intravenous laser to regenerate the damaged tissue. It's an excellent plan. And, again, with everything being natural with no side effects, it really can't be beat, in my opinion. And, and again, because I, I use the laser watch every day, and it's not inconvenient. It's very convenient. You just put it on for an hour and on your wrist, and that's it. I mean, with these attachments that you've created, Dr. Weber, for viruses, again, it's easy to use. This is not an inconvenient or painful thing. It's very easy. It doesn't hurt. You just put the attachments in your mouth and your nose, and you sit there for a cycle of treatment, which isn't very long. So, yeah, this, I think, is is totally the answer. Now, as we were discussing off-air uh, Dr. Weber, PK and I were saying how in this country we're getting a lot of pressure to have the vaccine. Now, I appreciate everybody has their own opinion about it. I'm not trying to convince anybody to take it or not. However, um, it, what that's been doing is is really trying to eliminate other alternatives like yours, and I really hope this show will allow them a chance to reconsider this option because, as you just said, the vaccine is no guarantee that there, you're not going to be infected by another strain of this that the vaccine does not protect you against, right? Yeah, that, that is really the problem. And, you know, we have this vaccine from the Swedish-English company AstraZeneca. 
And uh, first they told us, oh, not use it for old people, only for the young ones. And now we had 35 cases of sinus thrombosis in the brain. And more than 10 people, mostly women, died already from this. So they stopped it two times. Now they stopped it again. And, and now they recommended we should only give it over 60, you know, and not for the young people anymore. Um, the problem is that all these vaccines were developed in a so short time, you know, and yeah. with a lot of pressure. And there is not enough experience, so otherwise you wouldn't have this big side effect in the moment. The next problem is what, I don't know if it's true or not, but people discuss it that the RNA-based uh, vaccination are, you know, is m genetic material what, what you get injected, and nobody knows in the long run what, what happens in your body as a side effect. Sometimes we will see this after one or two years. But I remember the swine flu vaccination, what we made 10 years ago in Germany. A lot of people got uh, uh, paresis, you know, the so-called Guillain-Barré syndrome, narcolepsy, and all these different things, what you can see after one or two years. That's one problem. But there's another big problem, what, what people discussing and researchers discussing. You know, we have the current virus, the original one. And maybe the vaccination works, and maybe we can eliminate 70, 80%. But then we produce a gap, you know, and there is a, yeah, we call it, it's like a selection, mutation pressure on the virus. So the virus has a gap where the, the new one, which is a, maybe much more infectious and much more dangerous, can jump into this, this gap, you know, where maybe the vaccination will not work anymore. So some people are even warning not to do a mass immunization or vaccination in, in populations with high infection rate, you know. There are so many issues to discuss. You know, I'm not an enemy of, uh, of vaccination, so I would not say all vaccinations are bad. So for the children against different diseases, what they get is all good, you know. But mm -hmm. um, this vaccination is done under a lot of pressure, there's, of, of course, a lot of money in this yeah, project and game. You yeah, know, there's a exactly. lot of uh, economic interest yeah. inside. And, and um, so I'm not sure about this. So I think if you ask me, will you get vaccinated, you know, I said, no, I will watch this. I have time. When I have really an infection, I have my equipment, you know, what I can use anytime and get rid of this. So... Um, I think it's too early uh, to make this huge pressure on the population, and I'm not sure if this is really the solution to get us free of the pandemic, you know, and everybody can make his holidays and open everything. I think this will not happen. And just now we have seen today in the news, even in the U.S. now, where already, I don't know, nearly 40% are vaccinated already, there is a fourth wave what's coming up in the moment. And then also in Europe, we have a third wave, which is much more, uh, uh, yeah, much more uh, strong, you know, than the first wave. So it's a very uncertain, so many uncertainties in this. And I'm so happy that we can offer really a treatment and then, then see, let's see what happens end of the year or maybe next year. But... Every, you know, look in the news. Every day you can see something new. A new study is showing this, and other studies showing this. We even don't know how much, how long the vaccination will work. 
we don't know if you are still can spread the virus, even maybe if you will not get sick yourself. There are so many things what is still in the dark, you know. That's the problem Absolutely. for me. That's the yeah. problem that we see here. That's what we see. Again, this is not an anti-vaccination show. This is just an informative show to let everybody know here is an alternative if you decide the vaccination is not for you. Here's an alternative to keep yourself healthy. And even if you take the vaccine out of the picture, we're all still being exposed to other viruses, like you mentioned, Dr. Weber, the flu and colds and other things. And here is something that can help you get over that very quickly and improve overall health. So I'm for that. That's my opinion. What do you think, PK? Well, I was just wondering, you know, we take pneumonia shots now. We take flu shots. And uh, we're taking shots for a little bit of everything that you're being vaccinated for in one form or another. Will this work with all things, or is it going to be limited to certain things? Let me give you one example. You know, for 20 years, we have a flu vaccine, you know, what people can take Mm -hmm. and is recommended every year. And every year, this flu vaccine has to be updated because the virus is mutating all the time. So we have this vaccination for more than 20 years. Uh, We go back to three years ago, the winter 2017-2018. We had a vaccination. 25,000 people died in Germany from flu and 645,000 in Europe, although we had a vaccination. And then you can read everywhere in the Internet, if you calculate the efficacy of the flu vaccination in this winter times, it was 15%, yeah? oh, and the years terrible. before it was 20%. And right now came a new study from South Africa where we have another mutation, and they checked this uh, AstraZeneca, you know, from England, Sweden, uh, on the effic- for the efficacy. It was less than 10%. So I think we will run in the same problem uh, like, like the flu vaccination. You know, when, when we have a flu vaccination in winter, in the springtime, the, the companies have to make the new one for the next winter, or they, they even don't know in this time which mutation we will have. Yeah? You cannot make this in four weeks. Mm-hmm. So there are so many, many problems to, to discuss about this, and I'm, I'm, I, I don't hope, you know, but I'm afraid that we are running with the COVID-19 in the same problem, and if we open up, you know, the, the big gap, you know, by this mass vaccination now is a, we call it, is a selection pressure, you know, on the virus uh, to, to get more and more dangerous and maybe more infectious mutations. So we have to fight against this. And, and therefore, I'm always so happy that we can provide the therapy, which is not, not dependent from this, you know. The, the mechanism of riboflavin with light activation is a part of the DNA chain, what is in all virus. doesn't matter HIV or uh, uh, Epstein-Barr or anything else. Uh, the mechanism is completely different, and it's well known with so many studies showing that nearly all virus are working with it. doesn't matter if the virus have an envelope. We have so-called enveloped virus or non-enveloped viruses. Because, and maybe you will ask me, yeah, why will not destroy the, our cells, our body healthy cells? The problem is the RNA or DNA, the genetic material in the viruses, is not 
enclosed, embedded in a nucleus, you know. And in our cell is a nucleus with the genetic material inside. So the riboflavin cannot go there. That's the big difference. Uh-huh. Interesting. Now you said it, it works for Epstein-Barr as well? Yeah, as well. My goodness. Yeah, that's, and that's a big problem here in the United States. Epstein-Barr, a lot of people have that. It shows up reactivated in their blood tests. So all of a sudden they yeah, find they're absolutely exhausted, and it's from Epstein-Barr, it turns out. That's yeah. phenomenal. That's I know this is a huh. several, several types of virus which can we can remain in the body, maybe mm-hmm. a certain time inactive, maybe later active, like Epstein-Barr. Think at uh, herpes viruses. No, they also will not die. They will stay dormant in the body. So, And that's the good thing that we have nearly a universal effect on all these different microbes we you know millions of people die from malaria so some years ago we made a malaria study we gave in, uh, this riboflavin intravenously with intravenous laser and 90 percent were healthy after one treatment you know oh my that's God. Uh, another Goodness. issue you know what is important for africa and other other countries still millions of people die from this one so this mm-hmm. antimicrobial effect, we speak about general about this antimicrobial includes microbes, bacteria, viruses. This is, is so amazing, and I'm sure, and I hope that our publications and the new studies will be recognized by the different governments, and that we can integrate this therapy. Pressure of vaccination, yeah, will be maybe slowed down. That would be yeah, wonderful. What about things like shingles? It, it, I don't know how. I don't know exactly the reason for similar. For the getting similar, it. I, yeah, yeah. Shingles is the same thing, you know. It's still the varicella virus, you know. What uh-huh. uh, what uh, maybe you you get as a child, you know, with all the spots and in, in on your body. But also this virus will not eliminate uh, from the body. It will stay dormant. Uh, and uh, maybe later, if your immune system maybe is a little bit weak or you have something else what affects the body, then suddenly the virus comes out again, but then localized, you know, on a nerve, maybe on a thoracic nerve or maybe on a facialis nerve or anywhere else, and um, make then the, the, the shingle problem. No? So you can treat the, sh- uh, the shingles as well with this. That's phenomenal, because that Isn't is one great? painful thing to deal with yes that's what we've heard it is horribly painful so this is again an, another amazing opportunity to heal it with light and with the riboflavin that is great so let's talk for a minute if we can about autoimmune disease dr weber because in this country it's rising exponentially many different types of autoimmune diseases um, how would in germany how do you treat that yeah, autoimmune diseases are a big problem because it's going up more and more every year, you know. We don't know yes. exactly the reason of this. So maybe some of them are genetic, you know, but I think a lot of uh, yeah, of poison, you know, what we have in our food, in our drinking water, everything can maybe can trigger also the development of autoimmune disease only to some of them is uh, maybe rheumatic arthritis, you know, um, lupus erythematodis, 
um, Hashimoto, you know, on the thyroid gland. So there's a lot of different uh, autoimmune diseases and also allergies, of course. No? And right. the question is, yeah, uh, autoimmune diseases, you know, is a, is a, the immune system is going wrong, you know. The immune mm-hmm. system maybe recognizes parts of our body, maybe the cartilage or the joints, you know, or maybe inner organs like liver or kidney, uh, recognize this as yeah somebody strange you know and try to fight against our own tissue that's the problem in rheumatic arthritis for example that um, that um, uh, the body makes maybe antibodies so which which attacks our own tissue and destroys our joints and the cartilage yeah? or maybe right. we have a lot of um, uh, autoimmune is in our gastrointestinal system, colitis ulcerosa or Crohn's disease, you know, what's already in many in young people. And we yes. attack, this attacks, you know, our own, uh, uh, yeah, our own gut, you know, inside. So, and this is more and more, we don't know the reason why this is coming up, but I think it's a, uh, yeah, it has many causes, you know, and, um, yeah, so we have we have strong people, you know, and they can they can eat poison the whole life, they can smoke the whole life, and and drink alcohol and never get sick, you know. But not everybody is like this, you know. And some people are more susceptible, you know, against all this. And now it's the question: How can we treat the the autoimmune diseases? So right. maybe you will ask me: Can we treat this with intravenous laser? Um, I would say. First, no, because, you know, with intravenous laser, we stimulate the immune system. What is good if the immune system is weak, maybe, yeah? Uh, But, of course, we don't want to stimulate the wrong immune system, yeah, which maybe is active uh, in in case of an autoimmune disease. Again, in this case, we should use photodynamic therapy. So... We, we, we want to attack something what is wrong in the body, but in the same step, we want also to heal the body. And we can use natural substance for this. I, I'll give you some, some examples. One of them is the riboflavin, what works also against this, what works against viruses. Sometimes even viruses are involved in this problem, but mostly exactly we don't know. Exactly right, they are. Another, yes. very ni- an, another very nice substance is the curcumin, no? Everybody knows curcumin, you know, what is right. uh, from this, uh, from India, curcumin, many people take it as a supplement because it protects against cancer, it uh, uh, is good for diabetes. So curcumin is an excellent photosensitizer. So when we take it as a capsule, you know, it goes in your bloodstream, and when you activate this with the blue light, then you can fight not only against virus or cancer, you also can can bring the the the, uh, the immune system down, the wrong immune system down. Another one, for example, is uh, chlorophyll. The normal chlorophyll, what we have in the green plants or what in, in the food, the, the salad or something, uh, is not water-soluble. But we have a special supplement, we call it uh, chlorophylline. This is a little bit changed molecule. It's available as a supplement which goes into the body uh, you can digest it and you can stimulate with red light. Another very good one is uh, the hyperacine. Hyperacine is from the St. John's Ward. You can buy it as a supplement in, in Walmart in America. I've seen this there. Yeah? So 
So mm-hmm. I have a lot of patients, you know, with autoimmune diseases, and they take mostly steroids, you know, which has a lot of side effects. They take maybe uh, immune blockers, you know, uh, so very hard substances uh, coming out from chemotherapy um, and with a, with a lot of, of, of side effects. So if you replace them maybe with this riboflavin, curcumin, and hyperacine and give the right laser, hyperacine works with yellow, chlorophyllin works with red light, uh, the riboflavin works with blue and ultraviolet light, and, and curcumin with blue light, and you give this orally as a supplement, no side effect, and then you make the intravenous laser, then you can slow down this autoimmune process. And in the same step, you can also start healing of damaged tissue in the body. So this is my recommendation for autoimmune diseases, and we have long years' experience with this and quite good results. That's excellent. Now let me uh, just explain one new thing that has come about uh, via a wonderful medical researcher by the name of Ed Harris. And Ed has presented a new model of scleroderma, which is uh, a terrible autoimmune disease, But what he has discovered is that in scleroderma patients, the blood cells, the red blood cells clump, and that is what is producing the fibrosis. It inhibits circulation first in the extremities, then in other parts of the body. So what these researchers are looking at is how to unclump these ruettes that form in the red blood cells. Now, what about the intravenous laser for that? There are so nice uh, publications and work done in the so-called dark field microscopy, you know. When, you, when in the dark field microscopy, you can see the, the clot, you know, when, when the erythrocytes the sticking together, you know. And when, when you give the intravenous laser maybe for 20 minutes and you check the blood again, it's done. It's removed, uh-huh. you know, and, and there is a nice flowing of the blood. Um, you know, I can show you, when we come together next time, I can show you a wonderful experiment um, with a laser watch, you know. When you put your finger under a special microscope, your, the, end, the end of your finger, you know, you can see the, the small blood vessels and you can see the erythrocytes going around and sticking together. And then you switch on the laser watch on your wrist and you can see in the microscope that the speed, you know, how the erythrocytes is going is five or ten times quicker. It's amazing wow. success, effect, you know. And this is something what you can do with the watch. And somebody with a scleroderma, you know, on the fingertips or so, I would always use the watch at home. I would first do maybe a course of intravenous treatment, which is, of course, more effective. Uh, and I also would add, because it's also an autoaggressive immune system disease, I would also add this natural drugs or supplements, what I told you before. And then I would recommend later the laser watch. So this is exactly what you said, is a, is a clotting of, of the red blood cells. And, and that's exactly what we are treating with intravenous laser. And, you know, when we look at the... Um, the bad cases of the COVID-19, you know, where the people dying from, uh, they have, have developed blood clots, you know, in the yes. lungs. And that's, that's the problem, right. that's the, that the oxygen transport is not working anymore. And if we give intravenous laser, which also makes a release of so-called nitric oxide, you know, what we develop in our blood vessels, 
we have a huge protection against thrombosis, thrombotic processes, and, and embolization. That is tremendous. Yes, that's a huge problem with COVID-19. It's also a problem with the vaccine. I've heard of people throwing clots and also having uh, aneurysms. Exactly. And just blow up with that. What I told so, you, yeah. we have 35 young women, you know, 35 in, in three or four weeks, get a blood clot, a thrombosis in the big central vein in the brain, the so-called Ugh. sinus vein, the big one, you know, which goes yes. uh, over the brain. And there's a clotting there and a thrombosis, and most of them die, you know. And this is the big, the biggest problem. How can the vaccination make something like this, you know? Nobody yeah, knows right. exactly. You know? Nobody knows. No, that's a, that's a huge, huge question mark here that people really need to think about. Now, speaking of the brain, you also have a, uh, a helmet-style laser treatment for brain yeah. health. Tell us about that. Yeah, you know we like the light. No? We have so much experience with all these laser light therapies, intravenous laser, and before we use laser beams um, with optical fibers, you know, to treat pain areas, acupuncture points, which works very well. And we have a lot of experience in this light field. And um, and I told you before, the main thing, first of all, besides all this uh, antivirus effect, uh, photodynamic effect, the first effect of all is that the laser light can stimulate our mitochondria in the cell. It doesn't matter if it's a heart muscle cell, a kidney or liver cell, or a brain a neuronal cell. Stimulate the mitochondria, brings more oxygen and more energy and also lead to healing processes. So if, if we look at all these brain diseases, um, you know, we are all getting older every year. The population getting older, and we have millions of people in the U.S. or also in Germany suffering from more and more dementia uh, or maybe yeah. even Alzheimer. At the end, it's a different, different mechanism, but the end point is the same thing, you know, the dementia or right. Alzheimer. So right. the question is, how can, how can we use laser light for... For, for treating this, yeah. So, for the helmet, we need. To, you know, you have to imagine it's like a motorcycle helmet, and inside we have several hundred small laser diodes, you know, which produce laser light, which goes right on your on your skull. Um, the problem is that the skull bone is normally not penetrable, pen, uh, penetratable, you know, for for short yeah. wavelengths like ultraviolet or blue or yellow. But the good thing is infrared light, which is also a part of the sun spectrum, but what is invisible, is able to penetrate the skull bone and goes into the brain. And ah. then it's going into the cells, you know, and uh, it can then stimulate a special complex in this mitochondria to produce more ATP, more energy, so that the breakdown and the the dying process of the mitochondria will be stopped and maybe even new mitochondria will be developed. Also, this is possible. And um, all these processes are so-called degenerative processes, you know. Uh, we have to mention the mitochondria, uh, yeah, they will die after, when we are old enough, they will die. And we, we call them uh, factories of limited lifetime, you know. And when we want to keep them longer active, because they are responsible for all cellular functions, you know, in the brain, anywhere in the body, then we can stimulate them 
not with medicine. There is no medicine which can do this, but we can stimulate them with light. We can improve the energy supply and we can slow down the degenerative process or maybe even uh, revert it. And it doesn't matter if this is a damage from Alzheimer's, dementia, uh, or maybe Parkinson. You know, Parkinson is also a mitochondrial yes. disease. Uh, in the in the substantia nigra, you know, in the hippocampus area, and we can slow down the symptoms, but we have no medicine which which we can stop or even regenerate this process. And we have millions of people with this, and we have so good studies. There are so many studies done in America, especially in Harvard Medical School in Boston, showing that the brain treatment on damage of the brain on traumatic brain injury you know in soldiers from afghanistan for iraq or so or even depression you know works very very well if the brain is irradiated with infrared light so we have a lot of studies but our the infrared helmet what we have set is, is set up is the first really good and excellent device that everybody can use at home you know it's something for home treatment what you can use every day or maybe you can use it for therapy or for prevention. So I liked it very much. Yeah, it's a great invention. And, you know, I'm a big proponent of people being able to use this technology at home at their own convenience, um, especially today. People aren't traveling as much, so it makes sense that they could invest in something like this and have it for the rest of their lives and, and use it to increase their own health. As I love your technology because you can bring it home, except for the IV. That's the only one you can't. But uh, all of these technologies are so easy to use. I mean, just you just put this on your head. Now, how long does one treatment take when you're using this at home? How long do you keep it on your head? Normally half an hour is good enough. That's so anyway, enough. again, uh, if we speak about laser therapy, if somebody has really a sick heart, you know, a kidney or liver problem or thing uh, or so. It's always good to go to a doctor maybe uh, with experience to make this IV treatment. That's fine. But it's always a pity, you know, when this patient goes home and nothing happens. And the doctor says maybe come back in a half year or so. Uh, the, the very, very important thing is the possibility of a follow-up treatment of the patients at home. Yeah, Maybe they can go half, uh, two times per year to make a strong IV treatment or so, but we need something for follow-up what patients can do themselves. And uh, what you said, in this time anyway, nobody can fly a long way and travel and everything, so everything is so difficult today. So more than before, it's so important. It really is, and this is why I love what you're doing, Dr. Weber. It is so amazing, and I hope people are really paying attention today because these are some great options now, let's talk about cancer because that's something you also treat. How do you treat that, and what are the, what's the research showing on that? Yeah, I come back to, to photodynamic therapy. You know? We spoke about photodynamic therapy, what means photo, light, yeah? and then dynamic means we, make, we, we initiate a dynamic process. Yeah? Photodynamic yeah. therapy means we give a light-sensitive substance, the body which can bind maybe to a virus or bacteria but now we speak about cancer and also this light sensitive substance can bind to tumor cells you know 
that's well known. For photodynamic therapy is nothing new. What we have invented, photodynamic therapy, we know already for 30, 40 years. And it's already an approved therapy all over the world, especially for skin cancer and skin diseases. Um, the principle, again, is to use a light-sensitive substance, what we can give maybe locally as a cream if you have something on your skin, or if it's a cancer maybe in the pancreas, in the liver or kidney, what we can inject or infuse in the bloodstream. And these substances have a special property. You know, they, they focus and target exactly only on cancer cells. They will not go to normal cells. There's a special, there's a lot of things to explain, you know, because if you look at the microvessels in a, in a tumor tissue, in the, in the, in the inner, inner endothelium, you know, of the microvessel in the tumor, there's a lot of small holes, you know, where the photosensitizer can go through, but not in the normal epithelium of the normal cells. So if we have a good photosensitizer, this one should only go in the tumor cells and we have no side effect on the body. This was one of the biggest problems in the past, you know, that the available photosensitizers all were developed on the basis of our own hair molecule or of the chlorophyll, then we call them chlorines or hematoporphyrins. They are still used and approved even in the U.S., um, but they are not really good. Uh, we invented, in cooperation with the pharmaceutical department here of the university uh, in Marburg, close to Frankfurt, a new one on the basis of so-called indocyanin green, which is used for a long time also in the U.S. as a medicine for diagnostic of blood flow in heart or something. And we have put this substance in small micro, we call them nanoparticles, you know, and we can infuse this. This will go into cancer cells. And the big advantage now is that this new photosensitizer not works with red light, which has only limited penetration. It works with infrared light. And so we can irradiate with infrared light once the photosensitizer is bound to cancer cells and then we produce oxygen radicals, and this will destroy the cancer. Um, but the main problem is if the cancer is inside the body, in the liver or in the kidney, pancreas, or anywhere else, even from outside, we will not get the light through deeply enough into the body. So what we have invented is so-called fiber optic needles. These are small needles what we can, we can insert in the body, maybe close or inside the tumor, in local anesthesia and put the thin fiber optics inside, same like the intravenous therapy, and we can lead the light directly on this tumor, which is bound to the photosensitizer. And this is the, the principle and the effect of, of photodynamic therapy. So this is our main field. We're treating a lot of cancer patients coming from all over the world, all these complicated things, pancreas, lung cancer, a lot of breast cancers in women, which works quite well, ovarian cancer, bladder cancer, everything. We're doing endoscopic treatments, you know, of uh, esophagus or stomach or colon cancer. So we have all this equipment. And, and there is one more issue, um, is that tumors grow without oxygen, and we need the oxygen in the tumor. So we can increase, for example, the oxygen in the body putting the patients, you know, in a hyperbaric chamber before the treatment to get better oh. results. So it's a little bit complex procedure, 
uh, but uh, we have, will not have the time to explain it. On, only the principle we have to explain to our people who listen maybe to this show that we, we have very nice new substances which are really untoxic. We, we can inject them. They will accumulate in the tumor, makes the tumor light sensitive, and then we irradiate with the right laser light. We produce oxygen radicals and the tumor will be destroyed. And the good thing is, First of all, it works. Second, it has no side effect. And the third thing, what is very important, uh, if we compare with chemotherapy, it will stimulate the immune system and not break it down. That's a big plus. I mean, goodness, we've all known people that have chosen chemotherapy as a treatment, and the side effects are quite profound. That they are. are. I'm not against... I'm not against chemotherapy. You know, I'm a traditional doctor. Sometimes we also use chemotherapy in very bad cases, but mostly in a low dose and stimulate the chemo drugs with laser therapy intravenously. Um, I'm not against this, you know. But um, on the other hand, you know, if you look at the statistic, how many percent of patients we can really cure from cancer with chemo is less than 5%. Of course, we can bring them in a remission maybe, of course, and maybe can survive more, more months or years, but we cannot cure them with chemotherapy because, of course, if the immune system breaks down, how can a patient recover and fight against maybe the rest of cancer in his body if the immune system is broken down? You know, exactly. I will not say it's wrong. Sometimes we need chemotherapy in the beginning to bring the size of the tumor down and make the photodynamic therapy afterwards. So cancer therapy is complicated. And we have not one method, you know, to cure cancer. It's always a complex and very individual treatment what we have to decide for each patient with his special disease. So I will not say everything is wrong what is done, but I think the photodynamic therapy is a very, very important step what we can add, you know, to the current uh, strategies for cancer therapy. That makes so much sense. Now, yeah, are there? I'm getting a lot of questions here from people. They want to know if there is anywhere in the United States that's doing what you're doing in Germany. That's. I was just going to ask that very question. <laughs> we have we have some well-educated doctors. Mostly they they are trained also by myself. So uh, my son Robert, you know, he uh, he's working with me, and he has all these contacts to doctors in, in in America. We have some doctors there, <coughs> but you know, it's a quite specialized uh, modality. We have another good clinic uh, close to San Diego, is um, in Tijuana, in Mexico. Um, so my son Robert can provide you with some addresses um, which are available and which are using our methods and devices, everything in the U.S., but not many. No? But we hope that with all new research and publication and conferences, what we organize, we will get more and more doctors and hospitals on the on the board, you know, to to follow us and to, for the benefit of our patients. Sounds like a necessity. Yeah, we would really love that because patients need options. Patients need to make informed decisions on how they want to be treated and. With this type of individualized treatment, I mean, you're, you're offering so many wonderful new options to people. So I just want to announce if anybody wants more information 
about the laser watch, the uh, the clinics that do offer IVs, and also the specialized cancer clinics, please send me an email. You can find me at pbaker at bigpictureagency.com. I am on the supernaturalgirls.com website. You can just click on my email from there. I will get you all the information that you may need directly from uh, Dr. Michael Weber and his son Robert, so you can follow up from there. But these are amazing options, Dr. Weber, and they're so much gentler to the system. And as you mentioned, once you're treated with massive chemotherapy and your immune system is somewhat broken, it doesn't bode well overall because if you're saying only 5%, that's a very low percentage after chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. Well, we also see the other effects by going through chemotherapy also. Yeah, that's going to be pretty horrible. Yeah, very debilitating. Yes. Yep. Yes. So so this is better, in my opinion. Okay. Just me just saying I like it. I like it a lot, and I like the fact that you're bringing in all of these new options to everybody so that they can they can choose a different kind of treatment. Or like you said, be you know, work with traditional chemotherapy at the beginning and then uh, move it over to photodynamic therapy. Dr. Weber, you still with us? Yeah, I'm still with you, of course. Okay. You dropped out for a second. Um, I got nervous there. (laughs) Glad you're still with us because we're still learning from you. Yeah, I want to go back to the brain situation. You did mention that there is a different dynamic in place between dementia and Alzheimer's. Can you tell us what is the difference? Dementia is is really... um, degenerative disease, you know, of the mitochondria and breaking down dying cells in the brain, what is quite normal, you know, in when you're getting older and older. And some people goes quicker, some people, they can be 100 years and still okay, but it's a normal process. Fortunately, we have a lot of spare brain cells, you know, so that mm-hmm. even if uh, maybe 10% of the brain cells will die, we still keep our intelligence and everything. Um, Alzheimer's is a different mechanism, you know, there's uh, the so-called uh, beta amyloid plaques, you know, there's some plaques what uh, can attach, you know, to the neuronal cells and lead uh, them to, to death. And uh, this plaque, you know, there's a lot of research in the moment going on how maybe we can remove the plaques or maybe prevent to that this uh, special substance, this beta amyloid substance is... Uh, which will be attached, you know, to the neural cells in the brain. And there was a very nice study um, published, I don't know, eight or nine years ago. They, um, they used, and that's very interesting, they used green tea extract. Green tea, you know, everybody likes it. Everybody knows green tea is healthy. Yeah. But the main substance in the green tea is the so-called epigallocatechingala. That's a so-called polyphenol. That's one of the main ingredients, you know, of the green tea. And um, this you can buy as a supplement, you know, in capsules. And uh, otherwise you have to drink 200 cups, you know, green tea every day. And so nobody oh can my. do that. Um, <laughs> so and this, be able to this walk. study showed, <laughs> this study showed they, they put this epiglucatishingala together with the Alzheimer brain cells and uh, 
Interestingly, this substance from the green tea binds to the plaques, the same like the riboflavin binds to the COVID-19 virus, you know. And oh. once it bound and you irradiate it with red and infrared light and activate it, boom, the plaques will be removed. No? And oh. that's the treatment what we are doing on our patients when they come with Alzheimer's. We give them the green tea capsules, you know, and then uh, we either we use it, we have a big device, you know, in our clinic uh, with very strong lasers, what we can put on, on, the, on the head. But anyway, the patient can use the helmet, you know, and that's also something what you, you can do at home. Uh, so this is a, a special kind of photodynamic therapy for the brain for Alzheimer's, and it's well proven in this, this study. It was published in, in the U.S. Um, in, um, in a very famous journal some years ago. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's fascinating, and we didn't hear a word about it. So thank goodness you're here to tell us what we missed, because that's important information. Now, you talk about the studies, and let's go to what you're finding when you use photodynamic therapy in combination, as you mentioned, sometimes with hyperbaric treatment and other things. What is your success rate? Are there some cancers that you see respond better than others or not? They all respond. Diane, uh, we have to, I tell you, have to tell you a little bit more in detail because, you know, this, this process of photodynamic therapy is a permanent development from the last years. And, you know, in some cases it works very well. And also, and then we think, you know, now we got it, but then we have cases that doesn't work very well. And, and it works only a little bit. And always is the question, you know, why is it working in some cases well and some cases not so well? I think the key, the key, and there's a lot of research done about this already, the key is that we need enough oxygen in the tumor cells. The oxygen is the key, and the oxygen is our medicine which destroys the tumor. The photosensitizer, which we stimulate with the laser light, you know, is only an energy carrier. And this energy carrier, what the photosensitizer picks up, is transferred to oxygen and splits the oxygen in radicals. And the oxygen radicals is our medicine which kills cancer cells. Yeah. So it's the same process. Okay. If you look down, look in the nature and you have the green plants. The sun is shining on the green plants. It's a photodynamic process, you know, and we produce oxygen and, uh, and, and carbohydrates using the blue and, and the, the red light from the sun spectrum. It's a similar process, you know. So the problem is that tumor tissue has nearly no oxygen inside. That's the problem. Tumor uh -huh. can grow without oxygen. In our normal cells, you know, we burn the oxygen, you know, and with production at the end of water, and we produce a lot of energy from this. Uh, in the tumor cell, the tumor cell metabolizes the, the, the glucose, you know, the, without oxygen, but only a little bit of energy yeah, comes out. So, therefore, the tumor cell needs 20 times more glucose, you know, to produce the same oxygen as in a normal cell, uh, yeah? That's the right. problem. So the tumor grow without oxygen. And the growing without oxygen leads to lactate, hyperacidity, yeah, and then this will stimulate growing and metastasizing and everything. So the main question is, and if you look in the, in the literature, you will find hundreds of publications 
dealing about finding a possibility to bring more oxygen into the body. If the oxygen is in the tumor, then it works. I think that's the key. And one option is the hyperbaric chamber, you know, because hyperbaric chamber, you can increase the oxygen um, maybe 20 times in the blood and in the tissue, but it works only for 30 minutes and then it's Mm -hmm. gone. So Mm -hmm. after coming out of the chamber, you have a, a time window, you know, of about 30, maybe 40 minutes to make your photodynamic treatment. And we uh-huh. we did it now in the last month, and it works very well. But the latest one, and this is so amazing, we put together hyaluronic acid. You know this, something what you put for beauty, inject in the face. You know this. Yes, no? right. Everybody knows this. If you put hydro, uh, hyaluronic acid together with hydrogen peroxide, they bind to each other, and we, we inject this substance into a tumor, and 24 hours, this delivers oxygen into the tumor cells. And since we are doing this now for several months, we have amazing results. That's a big step forward in the development. So wow. I think that's one of the main reasons, and we have to wait a little bit for the future for the new results, but what we are seeing now since we are doing that, we have a lot of good results. And you know, the good indication is breast cancer. Breast cancer is easy, available, you know, for, for treatment. We had always very good, very good results in lung cancer. And today I know why. Because in the lung is a lot of oxygen, of course, yeah, around the tumor. And it's main, mainly air in the lung. But it did not work very well in the liver because the liver is a very dense organ, you know, and there's no oxygen in the tumor. And um, so I think that's one of the main things, but there's still a lot of development. I think we are coming a step by step closer. But if you ask me for the best results, I would say lung cancer, um, uh, breast cancer, um, pancreatic cancer. We have good results now. Ovarian really? cancer, bladder cancer is very good, and also prostate cancer. Um, we are treating all kinds of cancers. We have not big statistics, you know. But uh, this is our experience from the last 10 years. But I'm sure now with the new oxygenization methods, what I just uh, explained to you, that we can uh, improve the results a lot. And I will write very soon uh, some more publications um, for, for our doctors worldwide. That's fantastic, Dr. Weber. Now, also, I know I, I asked you this before. Of course, we love our pets so much. We'll do anything. I think people will pay more money for their pets to be treated than they would for themselves. And you were talking at one point about developing some attachments to the laser watch that could be used for our pets. And I was wondering how that's progressing. Yeah, we have already... We have already pets for the laser watch. You know, we have the spectral pets, you know, with the old spectral colors. And also what we have developed new is an infrared pet with uh, 20 infrared lasers inside. That's a new development, but can be ordered already. So, yeah, this is something what we can offer right now. We have that now. And And also, can the IV be, uh, be used by veterinarians for dogs and cats and horses, et cetera? For, for what, please? Can can the IV that you have, the laser uh, IV, can that be used for dogs, for example? 
for veterinarians, yeah, of course. Oh, good. A lot of, okay. Uh, veterinary clinics, they, they're working, working with this. And we know from long experience that especially small animals, uh, even horses, we made studies with horses also, they, they are very sensitive against laser therapy. Same like children, for example, are more sensitive and susceptible for, for laser therapy than adult people. So for, for animals, it's working very well. That's good news. So any veterinarians listening, you definitely need to look into this for your practice because there there are a lot, just like with people, there are a lot of illnesses that are rising exponentially with dogs and cats, and they don't know why. And this these treatments that you have are so remarkable. It's worth a try because just like with people, they don't have medications that are truly effective. Uh, with a lot of these things like Cushing's disease in dogs, which is a mystery yeah. and very complex to treat. So something like this, they'd be able to use that, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so many of these things have many, have just so many appendages, so many complexities, and yet here is a light treatment that seems to be able to address all of these things at once, which is great. And again, you have lots of things to choose from. You have the IV, which of course you have to go to a clinic for, and hopefully there'll be more clinics picking up this technology. I hope so. And then you have the at-home treatments, the laser watch, which has um, also the the appliances that go into the nose, the ears. They're all very comfortable. And then you have the virus treatment, which also plugs into the laser watch, and that uses the blue light. You have the helmet for the brain. And are, is there anything I missed? Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking, well, I think, no, no, I think you addressed it all. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there's always coming something new in the future, you know, because with light you can do so many things, you know. Some people say the last century was the century of the electronics, and other people say this century is the one for photonics, you know. And light therapy is coming more and more famous. And um, there is one point maybe about we did not speak yet. Um, You know, in my clinic, we have two branches. One of the branches is cancer therapy, we spoke about this already a little bit in detail. Another branch is stem cell therapy. Oh. Um, you can speak a lot about stem cells. The problem is, you know, or in other words, we, we have two sources of stem cells, you know, in the bone marrow, of course, but a thousand times more stem cells we have in the adipose fatty tissue, you know. And yes. there were a lot of clinics worldwide, also in the U.S., everywhere, who took out a little bit fat, you know, with the mini liposuction, processed it, and then took the, uh, the so-called uh, stroma vascular fraction, which contains stem cells, and then injected in joints or somewhere else in the body. Uh, the problem is that this procedure is not allowed anymore, according to FDA regulations. The FDA says, uh, you make a drug, and then you have a lot of... Uh, uh, things with clean rooms and everything, so you have to invest millions of dollars to to get this approved. And uh, in Europe now, the European regulations, you know, is the same thing that followed the U.S. FDA. So all these stem cell clinics in U.S. and in Europe, 
they closed, you know, because the procedure was regarded as so-called substantial manipulation on the tissue. And uh, a lot of U.S. clinics, you know, they go to Mexico or Bahamas or somewhere else, uh, and in Europe, nothing. And, you know, we have set up a new procedure. We are separating the stem cells using a special ultrasound method, so we do it mechanically. And this is a new procedure, and our, uh, yeah, our idea and, and application went to the highest uh, a, a government uh, institution and it's officially approved so now we have oh, congratulations. Therapy, uh, making yeah making you know in germany this is the so-called paul ehrlich institute to decide about you, all this vaccination they officially approved our new method we separate mechanically and then we can make them we can inject in joints or even intravenously and i think the big big issue for the future we all want to become older we all want to become older and want to stay healthy we all right. want to have something to for our damaged tissue brain joints everything because of mitochondrial degeneration and now we have we have an option to give this pure this autologous your own material stem cells in our body and we can make a billion of stem cells within one hour, you know, and can inject them in people. And I treated a lot of small children with five, six years with the damage, you know, from, from birth in the brain and everything. Um, patients with uh, heart, heart uh, diseases and kidney diseases, we inject them in joints. We, we have amazing success. So. This is another way of our new stem cell therapy, and if anybody is interested in this, and also we can train doctors from all of, uh, over the world, you know, to, to use this new kind of therapy, because stem cells is more than only treatment maybe with intravenous laser. But now the, the important point is coming. There's a lot of publications about stem cell therapy, but not yeah. always working well. Sometimes working, right. sometimes not. Why? The stem cell, what we inject in the body, we want them to survive first. We want them to proliferate. We want them maybe to differentiate in new neuronal cells or new heart muscle cells. How can they do? They have thousands of, uh, of mitochondria. And for all this process, they need a lot of energy. And what is the best energy what we can give? Laser light. So when we inject them in the bloodstream, we follow up with intravenous laser and later with the watch. When we inject them in a knee or hip joint, we make intraarticular laser therapy. And later the patients can use the light pad for this. Uh, there's a lot of publications coming out, even in America, showing that so-called laser-stimulated stem cells are working a lot better. So if you ask me about new procedure, I, I had to tell you this. This is exciting. Now, one question about that, as we're, we're running out of time here, we could talk to you all day, but uh, how do you harvest the stem cells? Do you do the same lipo procedure? Yeah, it's a very easy procedure. You know, we take it mostly from the hip joint area. We give a, a, a little bit local anesthesia. Uh, then we, uh, we inject the, uh, some fluid, about 200 cc of fluid, which contains uh, lidocaine, you know, uh, or another local anesthesia, a little bit supravenin to prevent bleeding, and also a little bit buffer. So 
So we let we inject this in the whole area, about maybe a circle, 10 centimeter, and then we let it work for 10 minutes, and then it's fully anesthetized, so no, no pain for the patient. And then we go inside with the harvesting needles, you know, which mm-hmm. has some holes there, and we make it manually, not with the machine. The machine makes a lot of uh, vacuum, you know, what can destroy the cells. So we take it out maybe 50 cc, milliliters, you know, manually. We put mm-hmm. it in a water bath with the ultrasound. We centrifuge it. We, we uh, put it through a filter system, centrifuge again, and then it's done. So when we have, when we have our central patient, I make it normally myself. In two hours, I can make it for four patients, or you can uh, uh, the well-trained nurse. And the big trick is what we also do. We are using now the stem cells also for the cancer patients, because when yeah, we give great. and we made the scientific proof for this. When we give stem cells together with the photosensitizer, I told you about the nano in green. The stem cells have the you know, when we give stem cells in the body, they automatically target areas in the body where inflammation, degeneration, like a tumor is also an inflammatory process, and they carry the photosensitizer actively in a high amount into the tumor, you know. They actively yes. go to the brain barrier in the, in the brain tumors. So we use stem cells for healing of the tissue on one side, and we use them as a targeting carrier for our photosensitizer and cancer. Sylvia, there's always lots of research done about this, but nobody's doing this. And Not since yet. we are combining all these methods, our results are getting better and better. Oh, my gosh. Well, Dr. Weber, thank you so much for joining us today on the show. You've helped to educate so many people. And, again, if you want any information, people listening, just email me. You can find my email address on supernaturalgirls.com website. Or you can message me on Facebook. Send that to me. I will get you all the information you need from Dr. Weber. We are, we've been in the presence of greatness today, haven't we, PK? Oh, without a doubt in my mind. And I've, I've so, got a few notes over here that people want to know. Where can they go in the United States to have some assistance? Yeah, I have all the clinics. I will be able to email that to everybody. Dr. Weber is kind enough to send it. We'll be back next week, everybody, at our regular time with another great show. Until then, we'll see you on the Blue Highway. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Tune in Thanks next week for another radio adventure with Supernatural Girls.